Hi guys, it's Udos and welcome to the Udo Show. So basically today I have Jasmine Pineda from 90 Day Fiance and I'm so excited to have her on. I'm like religiously watching 90 Day Fiance like nonstop and I'm like, oh my God, yes, there's a new episode. So you're so interesting and I love you on the show. You're beautiful, you're smart. You know, you have an amazing body, you have a career, you have everything going for you. So thank you so much for joining me today. And I'm so like ready to get into it and talk to you. So what made you want to do 90 Day Fiance? Uh, that's a very interesting question. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And I just wanted to say thank you for all the love and support that I have received uh, during the show. I I really appreciate it. <laughs> I was not expecting this, you know, but yeah. thank you. Uh, before the 90 Day, um, Gina used to be a huge fan of 90 Day Fiancé, all the spin off There are so many. I cannot yeah. even keep track of them. There are so many. It's crazy. Yeah. I, like, uh, watched all of them. <laughs> yes. And in Panama City, it's not like a popular TV show as it is in other countries as the United States. It's, like, very popular. And he was a big fan of it. And we used to have these long video calls we, when we were just online dating. And we used to watch. He introduced me to the world of before the 90 day, actually, was season four with other cast members like Rose, Ed, the ones that I recall. Long story short, I one day I was on Instagram and I watched like an ad about casting. And yeah. I was like, hey, but, you know, Gino and I, we are going to meet we're in love. He's American. I'm, I'm not American. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just texted the girl once. And after that, they um, contacted me. They hear a story, you know. They yeah. kind of interview me. And, you know, and just in a matter of days, we were ready for Before the 90 Days Season 5. <laughs> yeah, and what I love about the show, it's like, but it's also like crazy to me. Um, they make you look like you're like the crazy girl. But it, if you really watch the show, you see that like Gino is the one that's doing all the crazy stuff. <laughs> like, so why do you think that people are like, oh my God, she's so crazy? Because I mean, every girl like wants to feel like the only girl in the world, you know? And Gino is actually doing like crazy stuff himself. So really, like everybody thinks she should call him the crazy one, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm so, a like, woman, and I'm gonna be the crazy one just for being a woman. You know, yeah. uh, it's I have like a intuition. I have a lot of intuition, and you know, it's like something most women we have it. And I'm very passionate. And some people misunderstand it with being crazy but like 99% of the time about the things that I was fearing about Gino they were absolutely right so at the end of the day you know I believe that action speaks louder than words and people are smart enough to draw the conclusions about who is the crazy one who was doing crazy stuff you know in the relationship I never lied to him I never hide anything from him I was super honest and transparent. I welcomed him in my country and in my mom's house with so much love and affection. And I was, well, sometimes I was very explosive, but uh, I'm not justifying my actions, you know. But I mean, he did things to me that were so grown. And we were coming just from a pandemic and I was like very overwhelmed and all that. So it was like, you know, 
a bomb. I, I, I got it. But I don't consider myself like a crazy person. I'm super passionate and I have no filters and I'm going to say things the way they come to my mind. You know, yeah. I have no filter. Yeah. yeah. No, because it's like on the show, they're like, oh, can you give me a report? Like, can you give me a report of what you're doing and stuff? So, so to me, that's funny because it's like, I don't know, I was with a guy and he used to actually do that for me and I didn't even ask him for it, you know? So he used to like tell me like, oh, my location is here all the time. And I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even care at, you know, at, at first or whatever. But then eventually it got to a point where it's like, if he didn't do it, then I'm like, wait a minute, he's changing his pattern. <laughs> What's, you know? happening? Yes. What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. Wait, not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Any anytime a pattern change, you're like, something's up, you know? And exactly. sure enough, it was. But like it's so funny because I, I wasn't even expecting all that. It's like they kind of get you used to certain patterns. And then if the pattern's off, then you're just kind of like, uh oh, like something's not right here, you know? So and that's something that Gino agree on, on, you know, that's something I was not forcing Gino. I never forced Gino or intimidated him because people look at him like, oh, poor Gino, he's so shy. But he has a very strong personality. He's very stubborn. He will never do something uh, like he doesn't want to, you understand? So I was not forcing him to send me evidence and reports. It was actually something that we were joking about. Uh, it was when we started the relationship, he said like, oh, but just for you, because I was like, I'm a very jealous person. You know, I don't trust some men. You're all cheaters. Mm -hmm. uh, how can you change that? And this is going to be a long distance thing. And he suggested I would always be sending you evidence and reports. And yeah. he actually gave me the idea. And it's how everything has started. And then when I saw him, like, look at this bitch. Saturday, oh, she did my evidence report. Like, why don't you tell the part where you promised that you were gonna do that yes. just for me to be, you know, calm and trusting on you? He didn't. Yes. He omitted that part. Yes. <laughs> so mad at him, and, but it didn't come from my part at all. So yeah, that's what I thought because like I've been with a guy like that. That they they're the ones who actually do all that stuff, and then you're like. Later on, like if they portray you to other people, it makes you look like the crazy one and you're so jealous. But it's like, no, you're the one who got me used to this whole pattern of doing stuff. And we were just like kind of having fun about it. Right. So. Exactly. So for the people that don't know on the show. So basically, like uh, Gino, her boyfriend sends text messages of evidence and reports, supposedly. Right basically meaning like he's over here doing this or he's doing that and sending pictures and stuff. But this is what we're finding out now, what he actually And he loves it. He loves it and he enjoys it, all the attention I was giving him. He yeah. felt like honored to do that. Yeah. When I asked like, oh, where are you, baby? And he was like, you know, do you want me to take a, take a picture? Oh, you want to see the restaurant? you want to at the beginning and then as you said I got so used to it that it was part of our normal routine I know I stick, I stick yeah. like, <laughs> you're like evidence in reports come on give it <laughs> and trust me I'm not the only girl doing that trust yeah. me oh yeah yeah for not sure not the only one yes with yeah, this no. technology and all that this is a common thing you cannot like that easily like oh show me where you are you know because everybody has a phone and uh, a camera so it's kind of difficult to to say lies with technology yeah. nowadays 
Yeah. And like, uh, you know, as far as you and like me and the many other women that like have a lot of good stuff going for them, like, why do you think it's so hard to find like a good man now? I would say like, it's, it's for both, you know, I wouldn't say it is exclusive for, for women to find a good man, or it's also hard for men to find a good woman. So yeah. they are like, you know, opposite directions, they cannot find each other, right? Uh, but nowadays, I believe it's because we have, I don't know, so much stimulation from the technology, and people are just so curious, and people don't want to stick to a person and be committed to a person. It's like, if there are like 10 different you love uh, candies and there are 10 different types. You're like, oh, but you know, this is so good. It's my favorite, but what about this other one? You know, people like to be trying things and all that. Uh, this world is always like in a rush and we have become like very selfish. And then we are so scared of opening, opening up our heart to people. Mm-hmm. It's hard to trust, you know, and that's the reason why it's hard to believe someone that is committed, really committed because the thing is people have so many high expectations you know we're seeking for perfection kind of and that's not achievable it's like you know insane and as soon as the small thing happened in the relationship instead of working out working things out like the easiest way is like you know what forget about it i'm done and people just 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 leave because they're not committed yeah, that's very true, because I feel like that happens to both men and women. And usually women, they're like, you know, maybe have experienced had bad experiences and the men had bad experiences. And then by the time they get together, they're both like kind of like, OK, that's it. We're done. <laughs> you know, like, Exactly. Yeah, that's, the easiest, that's the easiest way. And another reason might be because sometimes we don't find what we want because we don't know what we're looking for. That's the thing, you know, it's like, oh, you, you want a, a, a person to be with you, but then you find someone that you are just attracted, let's say, because of physical appearance. And you're like, that's the problem sometimes with, with, with us people. We believe that we can fix other people, you know, and that's not sometimes like very smart. Uh, and we are just attracted physically. We omit all the details. And as time goes, I go like, oh, this is not the person. I was looking for and then you wasted your time because that's why it's very important believe it or not just make a list yeah as silly as it's how make a list of this person how you want this person like physically these are the characteristics because we all have different things I want him with an afro I want him with blue eyes I don't know and then the qualities uh what are the things that you're looking for in that person let's say that I want to have kids right and I find a guy I'm very attracted he all the other qualities, intelligent, he's hard working, but he doesn't want kids. And then I start dating this guy with the hope that eventually I'm going to make him change his mind. And he does. And after five years, you know, I'm like, hey, my, my biological clock yeah. is clicking and it didn't work. It's because that's what not, it was not what I was looking for. And then you yeah. waste your time. You have to have very clear what you want in life, what you want to find in yeah, I totally agree. And what I notice more than anything is the reason why a lot of relationships is not working and it's not going to work is because a lot of us, like including me and, you know, everybody, everybody needs to work on themselves first. And like, 
for instance, like, you know, you want to fix other people or I want to fix other people, or whoever wants to fix other people, the person that we need to fix is ourselves first. And once we get everything together, that's when we can go and actually find the right match. Because I think a lot of people are putting attention on other people and they're not putting the attention back on themselves. So like, instead of loving another person, you should bring all that love to yourself and fix everything within you, you know, like, and I, then- I, I agree. You cannot give what you don't have. Yeah. And you, if you are coming from a place of trauma from the past, from your childhood, from previous relationships, you were hurt and you're bringing all this baggage. We will always bring a baggage, you know, but some, some things are heavier yeah others and we as you said we need to work on ourselves first and then you know spend some time with ourselves exploring ourselves what i want you know you know and starting loving ourselves and then we can offer it to other people once we learn how to be happy by ourselves not needing someone to make us happy because that's never going to happen you cannot put your happiness in other people's hands no, exactly. And I think a lot of the misconception of everything, it's like, especially with women, it's like, we get told like, oh, the grand prize is having, you know, um, can you hear me? Yeah, there. Yeah. The grand prize is like, you know, having the guy and the marriage and the house and the, you know, and I mean, men are getting told that too. But I think for women, it's very important because it's kind of like, that's what society is telling us, like, that's what you need as a woman kind of thing to like have like a complete kind of life but then you know when you start working on yourself you start realizing like wait a minute like I make good money on my own and I I do really well on my own why do I even need someone else and now that I worked on myself I don't need anything I don't need anything except for just being here present and like you know and then once you have that that's when you usually the right person comes along and then that person is good and you're good and you're just together good on your own, but you decide to be good together too. Like, it's like, regardless, you're good, you know, but it's all about growing together as a couple. Yeah. You understand? Uh, I absolutely uh, agree with you. And I come from a very traditional family, you know, in which like the profile of the perfect life as a woman was you you study, you have a profession, you have a husband, you commit to that person, you married them, Virgin, you know, you only belong to that man, you have yeah. kids, and you either work or you stay at home. And that's, that's the, like the perfect, happy life. Yeah. And I've been there and I was not happy. <laughs> no, you understand? Yeah. I was like, okay, now I have all these things, where is my happiness? Yeah. And as you said, now that I'm like, uh, independent woman you know I, I can get things by myself it's like money means nothing to me from a man I mean yeah. there are people that are men that are so poor and they're offering you things that the only thing they have to offer is money yeah. and like give me a break I can get it by myself I want someone that is gonna be like a good company that's gonna help me to make progress and have a better version of myself and share my happiness with like women's mentality has switched a lot and that's a good thing I uh, that's what I said the future is female you know yeah. no and I agree and then the misconception of that too is like I feel like uh you know 
some men, they look at women and they're beautiful and, you know, they're independent and stuff. But like you you still get categorized as like a gold digger or, you know, like, oh, you're after this person for the money. But it's like I make more money than this guy, you know, like it, to me, it's just so funny. And then also to understand that women have their own like dreams and aspirations and whatever it might be they still want to do stuff to feel good about themselves, right? So like whether it's career or work or whatever. So it's so so funny to me that like some people are saying that and where, where does it even come from when you're like dealing with that? So you have this beautiful woman that's independent, that's career-driven and goal-oriented. And then the guy's like, oh, I want to pay for this. But you're like, I don't even care about that. You become a gold digger. Yes, you're superficial. She's just interested on you for the money. And I have so many uh, people, you know, uh, sometimes writing me that, like, believing I'm a gold digger because of a trip of $2,000. I'm going to be like, does that make me a gold digger? You know, that's nothing. And that's something that I could pay for myself. You understand? Yeah. Uh, Easily. Maybe not that that point of my life that moment but if I save money I can go and, and, and pay for it and yes in as soon as you accept anything from men as a stupid and insignificant it is, even if it is just something cheap it immediately you know um makes you look like a gold digger and that's what I so what is the point like I like to be pumper. I'm sorry. I can get my own things and pumper myself to my level. I can do that. But I love receiving that kind of attention from a man. I, I don't like men who are, who are cheap with you. And it's nothing about money, but that they don't want to offer me the best they can offer. You understand what I mean? No, I, I totally get it. Because it's all, also like goes along with respect. Like if he goes with another girl and spends like this amount of money all the time. And then with you, it's like, he doesn't even want to take you to McDonald's. It's kind of like, you don't even. Why are you so cheap? Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. what the hell is going on? It's like, I, I'm here and I got all these amazing things going on. And I don't even need your stuff. Like, I could technically take this guy out, you know, but like. Exactly. <laughs> but it's like, just like a respect level kind of thing. And like, for me, I've been in relationships where I like paid. I've been in relationships where they paid. Like, you know, it's just for me, like. It's just about like a form of respect. Like, what are they doing? Like, um, like, for instance, if there's like special days, are they even putting any kind of effort in? It doesn't have to be like anything big, but just like, what kind of effort are they putting in? What kind of effort did they put in with other people in the past or with their friends? Like, I remember I like uh, went on a date with this guy that would always go on like with his friends to like really nice places and then he was trying to take me to like really bad places and I'm like I'm not even gonna why? Go <laughs> yeah I'm like why would I I can just go myself with my friends to these nice places why am I even going to this place that I don't even want to go to you know so and people are very judgmental mm-hmm. and uh, I believe that we teach people how to treat us. Yeah. And sometimes people really dislike, like, my... And they say, oh, you have an attitude, because you know what? In my eyes, mm-hmm. I'm a queen. And yeah. you have to treat me as a queen, because that's the way I treat myself. You understand? Yeah. I give to myself the best that I possibly 
And that's exactly what I'm expecting from you. And yeah. there are some people that really, they don't like this attitude from women. That's so unfair. But that's the way I look at myself. And in my eyes, we all women, we are all queens. And that's the only treatment we must accept from everyone, period. Yeah. See, but what I love about you is, is that you're so vocal about it. And you go, get straight to the point and you tell people exactly what it is. And you don't care who sees or who hears or whatever. Like with me, I think I was just like, uh, oh, I'm not even going to say anything because I don't want to cause any more extra like like you know agitation or drama or whatever right but you like go straight to it and you're like look I if I want to get a sugar daddy I'll get the sugar daddies of the sugar daddies <laughs> like I love it like because it's so true you know like I mean don't get me wrong when I get really angry I said some crazy stuff but like usually I just kind of like and eh, just like leave it you know and then just kind of like go on but you let them know exactly what it is so even if Whatever happens, they know exactly what yeah. it is, you know? Yes. It's amazing. In my like, case, you know, he was not going through the best uh, financial situation. He was unemployed. But, well, he was making a big drama out of it because he has huge savings. Now I know that. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, like, uh, I, I was letting him know, like, look, I'm with you for love. And it makes things easier because if I were with you because of material things, mm -hmm. trust me, I won't even look at you. Yeah. I hate to say that, but I will, you know, find a person that is like super rich. And in addition to that, if I'm going to be with that person and I'm not in love, at least he has to be like super attractive and stylish <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Just, you know. Uh, for me to be able to so that's why I told him that like if I want a sugar daddy I would get the sugar daddies of all sugar daddies that would be like super rich and pampering me so I can you yeah. know kind of accept this kind of relationship if it is not for love when you're in love you can accept you know certain things uh, because you're in love and it's kind of a romantic relationship but it's not you know that that's the way it is that's the way it is yeah no, I totally agree. And then uh, another thing that I want to bring up is that I'm in the process of changing the law against the uh, hack leak crimes. So basically of private images and videos. And I know on the show that Gino shared your uh, picture of you being topless to his ex-wife. And she was sending you those messages. And then all of a sudden some uh, fake Instagram account is like, you know, sharing uh, with you that they're going to leak it to the internet and basically destroy your life and stuff like that. So um, what was your experience with that? And what what kind of do you want to tell people out there to kind of look out for? And like, how was your whole experience with that? If you have told me like five years ago that I was going to go through this, I would say like, you're crazy. I would never do that, you know, yeah. because... I, because of my career, I was not the kind of person that was sharing, you know, these kind of pictures to, to everyone, uh, every guy that I was dating to begin with. Mm -hmm. uh, but yes, uh, it was not Gino's ex-wife. I actually, I cannot say anything negative about Gino's ex-wife. She has been a lady all the time. She yeah. has never messed up with me. And I do believe that she's a good person, even though I have okay. never met her. And yeah. all my jealousy was you know stupidity from the past it was not even Gino's ex-girlfriend it was Gino's ex-sugar baby or something oh, they wow. have 
let's let's call her girlfriend because they were living together but it was actually like a completely like a business thing you know like i live with you you pay for all my expenses my kids are gonna live here and you have to pay me money yeah so can you call that a boyfriend girlfriend relationship well a very particular one i would say or or sugar baby i i i i don't know but she was a person uh that received you know was uh, sent by Gino uh, my topless pictures that to me those are nudes because you know uh, it doesn't matter what part of your body you're showing you know those are nudes I was not completely sure but those yeah. were nudes and yes um she received them and then you know I was being bombed by tons of fake accounts like you know oh your pictures are gonna be leaked I'm gonna send it to your job Look at you're a whore. You're this. It was like the psychological, uh, you know, what is the word? Abuse was yeah. like it was super overwhelming, and I have to keep it all by myself, you know, because yeah. I didn't want to make it bigger or make it public. I never saw myself in that situation, and I was like, how can how can I do it in Panama? We it, the law barely started, you know, for people who publish like nudity and this kind of stuff, like revenge forms. Yeah, uh, it's just starting. So where am I gonna go with this? What can I do with this? Yeah. She's American and Panamanian. I don't have the the resources. Uh, or I don't know how it works. I didn't even know about revenge porn law, and I was literally going to the psychiatry and crying about it. Like I don't know what to do. I don't know my life is gonna be destroyed, and all the the stress that I was put into uh, by 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 the person that was creating all these accounts and sending me these messages. But it's so difficult, you know, because those were like fake accounts, like with no followers and no that. It was never sent by this person from her account. was never sent from her account. She's yeah. smart. If, if she was the one, she was smart. Yeah. And that's all the evidence that I have. Like, you know, like tons of fake accounts sending me that. So I didn't know what to do. But my feelings were real. The stress that I went through was real. And all the pain was real. But, okay, I just suffered and that was it. And everyone just blaming on me for, oh, you shouldn't have share those pictures to begin with like okay sorry I share it with the person I was dating and I trusted and I never saw that coming I'm yeah. so sorry I cannot take the, the, the past back but what can I do trust me I'm the one dealing with the consequences and I'm so sorry for it yeah. but uh, that was my experience super painful uh, you have to just be on my shoes to understand how it affects you psychologically as you have no idea. And don't people dare to tell me like, oh, but you are always like uh, posting pictures in bikinis and all that. But trust me, like who can say that you have seen my, you have seen me topless. You have not seen me topless. Yeah. No one, you know, like publicly have seen me topless. I feel violated. It was, to me, it was like, like being, you know, like great to a certain extent, like my yeah. private you know that it was really really painful yeah. and it's a traumatic experience in my life i'm so and sorry you had to go through it and i like totally understand everything that you went through because something similar happened to me uh i wasn't i wasn't like leaked by a boyfriend it was a like a hacker that i didn't even know so the pictures that i took then i shared 
was stuff that I like always covered, make sure I always covered everything. And like, if it would have, God forbid, got hacked or somebody would have leaked it, it was like, okay, well, I took in like photo shoot pictures like that, right? So I wasn't really concerned about it. And then next thing you know, like this guy that I was in a relationship with, and obviously we're intimate because I'm an adult, you know, he was taking pictures without my consent. And then he threatened me in the end. Well, oh, well, you're, you know, you don't want to like talk to me. I'm going to leak these. And I was like, you know what, whatever, called his bluff. He didn't leak them. But what happened is that the hacker hacked me and leaked that, you know? So oh. it was completely like out of my hands, you know, even though I didn't even take them. So the the important message about all this is whether you took it or you don't, to take it, it can still happen to you. It can literally happen in all kinds of weird ways. Like there's underage girls right now that are having guys in schools just being lured by some older predator and in and persuading them to take pictures of underage girls under their skirts with their like phones. That's so sick of their mind. And one and thing on the internet. It's very hard to take them back, you know, yeah. because they are not like, I am not very familiar with the laws in the United States, but for in Panama, once they are leaked, you're screwed. Yeah. They're going to be there forever. No one is going to do anything unless you hire someone who knows. And I don't even know if that person exists here in Panama, like yeah. to take them out of the internet, but you're yeah. screwed and forget about it. No, for sure. <laughs> and like with, uh, with, for instance, it lives on Google. So the laws already protect Google right now, which is another law that we're working on, like trying to change, is that they have a system that can actually take down all of these images and videos. It's called the fingerprint stamp, but they just don't want to implement it because everybody's profiting from it. So this is like search engine website, websites, porn sites, uh, you know, like. Uh, Google, everybody, everybody's in on it. Everybody's profiting from it. So why wouldn't they change the law? Even if it is underage girls, even if it, it is like without consent. So that's where it gets really tricky, where it's like, why aren't we changing these laws worldwide or on Google, at least, you know, so it's like, everybody's protected. But then also, the laws, like the justice system, even in the U.S. is so outdated when it comes to technology. Like it just, everything is outdated, but it's starting to update now. So it's starting to go better and better. But for instance, in your case, even those threats, anybody getting threatened, that should be something that you should be able to press charges with. And I'm pretty sure that you could do technically something with the revenge porn law or you can get like a cease and desist or something like you can send a lawyer there or somebody to talk to them because it's a form of harassment and threatening. But there needs to be something stronger against everyone that's even making threats like that because it's very damaging. It's like they're damaging your reputation, your image, your likeliness, and it will stay there, like you said, your whole life and then on top of that like you're gonna lose your career money and all of the money that you have to pay someone to take this stuff down like it's a whole thing it's, it's so whole- free and you're there just struggling being judged because at the end of the day yeah people don't see you as a big 
self-esteem. People just see you like, a, oh, it's your fault. You're a whore while you were doing this. You know, they called you all these ugly names. And people don't actually see you as a victim. And you are not protected by a law at all. I'm not in my country, you understand? Yeah. I'm not. And it's so frustrating. And that's why, as women, we prefer to just don't say anything and just try to people just to just just to let time make people forget about it and that's not fair because that's a crime because you are being affected to one way or the other you are being affected your life is being affected and and it should be considered a crime you understand and people yeah. uh like the law whoever is in charge should uh take actions over it because it's you're talking about your life your reputation you you your well-being as a human you yeah. You understand your value as a person, and it doesn't make me any less woman because I eventually one day share, okay, my boobs, <laughs> you know, with my boyfriend yeah. at the time. So um, I understand your 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 point, and I I I really appreciate this magnificent labor you're doing, and I just hope that it will, you know, go to the right ears and people will do something about it because. We cannot deny that it is something that is happening nowadays and it can happen to anyone, not just in the United States, but around the world, you understand? Like, there are so many women, like, different situations, but at the end of the day, it's very similar, you know, private pictures of us without our consent has been leaked into the internet and they are there and we are suffering and dealing with the negative consequences based on it and a lot of judgment from society. Yeah, exactly. And then just for your knowledge, like if you think about it, rape victims that are being raped, like physically, they get victim blamed all the time. Like, what were you wearing? Why were you out late at night? You know, you should have picked a better guy or you shouldn't have been drinking. You should have covered your drink, you know? Those are the arguments I receive on a daily basis. Like, oh, it's your fault for dating a weirdo. Oh, it's your fault for, for sharing those. Why were you, if you were a teacher, why were you sharing topless pictures of you with your boyfriend? Oh, you're always wearing bikini. You were wearing a bikini on TV and we could see you, you know. I was on a beach on an yeah. island. Yeah. So I'm like, it's crazy. Oh yes. and I'm what like, are you supposed to wear on a beach? Like, it's, that's what's so I funny to like me. Like, in front of my super hot and humid place, you have no idea. Yeah. It's super, super hot. And I was like, I can't believe. And it's so sad that most of those com- comments are coming from women. Yeah. Well, that, and then even the woman that threatened, I mean, most likely it's a woman, right? That's threatening you and making these uh, fake accounts because maybe, you know, you got the guy and she's not getting the funds that she needs. I don't know, whatever the motives are. But it's just funny, like, it's it's not even a guy doing this to you. Well, the guy that shared it, obviously, but then she's the one that's doing the threats. And the other women are the ones who are talking about this and, like, saying all these negative comments and all that stuff. So it's, like, both men and women. It's just crazy to me. Like, it, it goes crazy. everywhere. It's crazy. And um, if I were, you know, in that situation, like, a guy sent me notes of, his actual girlfriend like trust me i i will never do that and i will contact her in a nice way and all that she made people believe that she did it that way 
but she didn't and she actually shared my notes even with other bloggers and stuff you know because she wanted you know to she wanted to take advantage of 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 all the attention that this topic you know was getting and she she wanted like oh it was me the one who received it and all that and there was also defamation of character because she participated you know in live videos with other people that they thought that they have to exclusive and, you know, everyone wanted to listen to her because it was exclusive. And she even brought a person that was her. Then I figured it out. Someone told me that it was her best friend. And they were the two, two women talking lies about me and saying that I, I was treating them and that I was contacting both of them. And they yeah. were showing conversations of me in a bad written English. Because they thought that, oh, because I was Panamanian my, and my English English is not my native language, I, I write very bad and they were like writing in bad English and I was like, well, that's the first, the, the first way you can yeah. see that was, was not me because yeah. English is not my language. I take care of the grammar the most because it's not my language. But yeah. I can't believe like how women can shade on other women like this. That's so sad. Yeah. So well, what, what it is, what it boils down to is, you know, they want money. So like, it's, it's not just women, it's men, women, everybody's in on stuff like this to profit. Like, my pictures got like auctioned two months or three months before on the black web, like, like with me and 99 other women. And these are like big name celebrities like Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Upton and all these big name people. And it's like we're being auctioned off, like, you know, just on online. And everybody saw it. The whole world saw it. The FBI didn't do anything about it then. I mean, eventually they did. They caught the hacker and he got a year and a half in prison. But then he's out and he's not even a registered sex offender. Like, and he's like back to probably stalking me again or something. You know, so it's like unbelievable what is because at the end of the day as i said society see us like it's our fault yeah it's your fault you know and they're always wanna want to like find something and if there is not something strong enough law related forget about it and this thing is never gonna stop it's never gonna stop and and it's so sad because at, at least we have we are given a platform and we can express our feelings and talk about it and you know but there are so many other people that are going through hell and they have no one they can talk to and I feel so sorry for them and I just want to send this message you are a woman and you are in this situation from one way or the other it's never your fault it's not your fault and should you should you shouldn't be going through this and I just hope that eventually they're gonna be a strong law reinforcement that are going to support any person that is in this situation. Yeah, exactly. And for any women out there that went through this or experienced it or, you know, whatever is going on in your lives, just know that if anybody's judging you or anything, they're also judging poor women. I saw a woman the other day that got murdered and set on fire while she's pregnant with twins, right? And I reposted it on my story, say, oh, my God, like, this is horrible. And the comments to my story of that, a pregnant woman, like, I think she was like seven months pregnant with twins, got caught on fire and murdered. And these are the comments that people were giving me. Oh, she should have picked a better guy. Oh, my. That's the thing. 
Glass you should make a better guy. Oh, well, uh, you know, I wish oh, everybody oh, had a sorry. crystal ball. Time when I reincarnate in another life, I'm going to consider it. Thank you so much. <laughs> because what kind of sick person is going to say that? That's so many men. And it's actually with the ones that are telling me is mostly men. Oh, she should have picked a better man. You know, that's what she gets. She friend zone the, the good guys. And in my head, I'm like, well, the good guys that were friend zone, if they had ulterior motives the whole time of being something more, then they are not so great. <laughs> you know, like it's, it's, it's so crazy. Like, so I realize it just happens with everything. If a woman gets beaten, then it's like she should have picked a better guy. Or why didn't she leave? Or, you know, like. Oh, she shouldn't have taken the pictures. Well, if she's taking bikini pictures and posting it on social media or modeling, then she deserved it, you know, like to get hacked or leaked. That's what I got a lot. Like, well, you shouldn't have, you were begging for it, you know, like, oh. Yes, so, it's like you, you wanted to be through this. Like, no way. Who I, want, I, like, who wants want to, to who wants, This is going through hell. This is a whole nightmare you know people don't understand that but yes as you said they're always going to blame on you they're going to find lame excuses to say it is your fault because they are just looking at you like oh it's your fault not at what really the situation is you know and who is the person who, who, who should be blamed for these things happening and what we as society can do about it because you know as you said this is the era of technology times have changed and we are all like in danger yeah. with this. We are all in danger, even if you don't share it because you never did and you were yeah. hacked. So yeah. imagine, so it can happen to anyone. Yeah, exactly. So that's the whole thing with all of this. So like, don't feel bad. You know, we're working on changing the law. So, you know, more women or little girls or even boys, underage boys, like they don't have to go through all this because it's like really, really horrible. And everybody got to stop victim blaming because it's a real issue. This could happen to your daughter and it's not going to be as funny then to victim blame. It could happen to your sister, your mother, your whatever, like some close uh, woman in your life, you know? So, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy to me that it's even like a thought, you know, that people are thinking like, oh, she should have picked better, you know, like... (laughs) Yes, it's out of like, how can you say that? Yes, after all the suffering that you as a victim, you go through. I mean, and on top of that, receiving all these kind of hateful comments and blaming, it makes everything even worse for yes. you as a person. And you, the, the, the very scary part of it is that when you start believing those words, and you start questioning because, you know, this is like it's a repetition drill and you listen to it so many times. And I have had days in which I question myself because I hear these comments so many times like, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe I shouldn't have. And I said, I know, Jasmine, it's not your fault. You're trusting on someone and look at what happened. You understand? But that's the problem because society is like telling victims these things over and over again. And we end up believing those lies so if you're in this situation don't believe it you okay it's not your fault and i just pray to god that eventually things will get better with the law enforcement for these kind of situations uh in which i know that many women and unfortunately even underage have been through yeah exactly so thank you so much for doing this and i'm so happy i had you on the show 
the Udo Show with me, Udo. That's my name. <laughs> so um, uh, thank you so much for doing this. Is there like any links that you want to share with us? Uh, anywhere where they can find you uh, on Instagram or any other platforms? Uh, you can find me, yes, um, Instagram as Jasmine Panama One. Yes, I create content to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. I always post in like my pep talks, my workouts, sometimes vegan recipes, you know, as just things to try to motivate people and keep them eating healthy and working out. So if that's kind of your stuff and you're interested, you can find me there. And I also have a YouTube channel uh, by the name of Jasmine Panama as well. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm going to put those links in the description too. So you could like hit the links and follow her directly. So Yeah, but thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, let's keep in touch. And yeah, back on the show. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you so much. Okay. All right, bye. Bye.